Constitution now, don't I? This is the Black Rifle Coffee Podcast. Was the pre-recording banter is the best. Hey, am I on? No, not at all. Am I on you? Louder. Not at all. You, you can, can you put the microphone in like, in my mouth? like this? Uh, like here? Okay. Yeah. Get it deep. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Now, talk shit about rollerbladers. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> don't edit that. You can't, you can't do that anymore? Is that a thing? Is you that can't a 20 talk shit about anyone these days. Apparently not. Used to be yeah. the opposite. Why can't you talk shit? I don't know. People get all butt hurt. Unfollow me. How does that work? But like, I, think, I think you want that, though. You know? In some cases, I do. Yeah. I've, I've, I think I've reached that recently. I don't want to get any bigger. No? No. I see. I need to get a little bigger. Well, yeah, yeah. There's, there's room for you to grow <laughs> as a... With my one post? As a host and as a, as a personality that will continue on the torch of, of pushing our podcast forward. But, you know, with me, like, started all this a while ago and now I'm just ready for a rest. Yeah, man. Well, you come in, you know, you command like the big guest and the cool conversation. And that's a process. This is, yeah, yeah, this is a... That's why we're here. I just want to lay down. I'm so tired. You know, you, you should. Absolutely do that. Why, why not? Actually, just lay on that couch. What is it? 87% of our listeners are audio only. So you can literally do anything you want. Oh, really? And I yeah. encourage it. Honestly, if it's more that like a... a yeah, it's more... If it's more like we are on a... Uh, we're having some sort of like this is a therapy session. Oh, I think yeah. that's great. Yeah, you know, we, can we hold hands? You can have this pillow. Yeah, I'm sweaty. <laughs> that's all right. I think we that. all are sweaty. We have oh, been gosh. outside all day, ladies and gentlemen. We are rally ready. We're currently sitting up in Dave's uh, uh, nightmare. Nightmare is is because I know how it feels. You know, he had. He had bought a house, really excited to to move into it, and hired someone to to you know destroy t- it, more. tidy it up, you know, you know, patch yeah. some walls, yeah. put in some new flooring, and light work. Nine and a half months later, he's still it's worse than what it was when he moved in. <laughs> I want to know how I, long there was a hole in the floor before that I thing. Feel so bad for him. Yeah, he was all excited yesterday because he thought maybe the shitter was put in. And he was hot to trot to get that done. And it's not. No, no. Dude, the beginning progress was super fast, actually. It was, like, kind of impressive. And then, like, before you know it, there was, like, a room with no floor. And then it just went back. It just kept going. Yeah. Interesting. It just slides down. The green portion? That's kind of lower with his... I'm not studio. sure. I didn't see what this looked like in the beginning. It's super cool. It looks like he's doing some advanced septic work back there. Yeah. I think this whole house started off as a shack, so I think it's all in addition. Okay. Bucky, if you would, would you uh, introduce yourself, please? My name is Bucky Lassick. I am a professional tortoise hoarder. <laughs> That's true. Tortoise wrangler. That's and true. I enjoy fishing and long skates on the beach. Okay. How do you take your coffee, Bucky? Uh, black, sometimes with oat milk, sometimes with uh, Swiss Miss, sometimes. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I kind of switch it up sometimes. Uh, I haven't heard some Swiss Miss yet with some coffee. I kind of want to try that. That's, that's <laughs> new, man. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's a perfect mixture because it's already got the sugar in the chocolate. It's got all this yeah. stuff. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, so I definitely, I make these, uh, these mocha peanut butter ice what? blendeds too. Where'd you get the peanut perfect butter? Perfect right now. 
Yeah, that sounds amazing. It's got all the best things, mocha, peanut butter, mm-hmm. caffeine. Yeah, that fucks. A little fucks. boob milk, a little boob milk too. Just on the top when you make that yeah. leaf. A little froth. Yeah, the little froth. Um, you captured my attention almost immediately with a, a tortoise, tortoise wrangler. What'd you say? Tortoise her, hoarder. Yeah. You got turtles at the house or how yeah. does that work? I have tortoises. Tell me about it. That's so my spirit animal. See? Different, different, different. It's different. Turtle's a turtle. A tortoise is... Yeah, turtles are kind of like water, you yep. know, web feet. Yep. Tortoises are like dinosaurs. Land right? mammals. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. So it, it all started with me. Like I had box turtles when I was little. I moved to Florida, lived on an island for a couple of years, and I just collected like all kinds of turtles, terrapins, soft-shell turtles, uh, snappers. I was 12 years old and all by myself on an island yeah. with just turtles. And I fished, had my own little boat, did that for a couple of years, moved back to Baltimore. What uh, island? Where were you at in Florida? Uh, off of Fort Myers. You just had a, a tarp over like your bed. And I had a swinging boat. bed. Oh, wow. Like but then there was a tarp. There was probably some tarps <laughs> involved. <laughs> so well, I'm just picturing you living on an island by yourself right now with your well, own boat and your fishing. But I had my, my stepdad, my mom. Oh, okay. But it was my uncle's island, and he owned cruise boats. Oh. So one of the, the deal was we could live on the island for free, but we had to keep it renovated yeah. and all that and keep it fresh because boats would come in with tourists, and they would walk through our house. Oh, shit. Our house was like a tourist stop. Yeah. So I'd have people like jumping on my bed, swinging on my bed. <laughs> like beat it, nerd. Yeah, like, like trying to. So I had like all these turtles and aquariums and stuff like that. And yeah, that that started like my my whole thing with turtles and tortoises. That's my spirit animal is the turtle. Is it? Yeah, without the beard, I look real turtly. Yeah. And it's just the way it is. Even my son, the ultrasound, I was like, that is for sure mine. Yeah. Because of the profile. Yeah. It's like a turtle. And then I went to Panama, I was fishing. Surrounded by sea turtles. And when I go to a location, now I get a tattoo. So I got a sea turtle tattooed on my foot. Yeah, that's next for me. I want to get my arm, like, done. Like, the uh, scales, like, yeah, yeah. they're like spikes. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So turtly. Well, also in ranger school, I was walking around. And what phase was it? It was probably Florida. I don't know. I found a turtle. Just box turtle hanging out. It's like, it's super random. So I'd hang out with the turtle. i put him in my pocket. No way. In my cargo pocket. Yeah. And I walked around with him for... I want to exaggerate. It's probably like a day and a half, two days, you know, because I was thinking like, we're going to get someplace better than this spot. This sucks. There's no water. Yeah. You know? I knew it because of map study. And then when I was done hanging out with him, I got towards something I thought he'd enjoy. I always carried a Sharpie with me. So I just wrote my name and a date on it. I thought, wouldn't that be funny if somebody finds this turtle? And they're like, oh, yeah. On the on the shell. Yeah. She says it's Sharpie. Yeah. The day I brought him to water. Yeah. I thought he'd be happy. The day about I him. brought a tortoise to water and... <laughs> the is like, Fuck you, man. for a little while <laughs> yeah where did i go i went to a zoo and uh there was the a tortai how do you say that Tor- tortoises tortai tortoises <laughs> they're extremely old like yeah, you said did, dinosaur they, they live the for hundreds of years was the sharpie still there no no not in the box troll i never saw that i'm saying i've seen <laughs> You know, the tortoise in a, you know, like a zoo or wherever. I can't remember which one. I actually think it might have been Florida because I was in Melbourne for a short period of time. How old do those fuckers get? Do they live to be a hundred and some change, depending on what breed, and about 200 pounds. That's pretty gnarly. He's got one that's like 26 right now. 20, yeah. Yeah, he's an asshole. Older than his kids. Really? Yeah. 
What's an <laughs> asshole turtle do? Tries to dig out 24 7. Really? Yeah. Well, he's got a long time to get out, man. You better watch him. Dude's fast, too. Really? Like, literally, like he's he, like a day, within a day, he'll dig under a fence. No shit. How tall is he at this oh, point? He's about that tall. Really? Mm. All right. So for the audio listeners, what is that 18 inches to 24? It's like a mid sized dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's definitely. But he probably weighs about one, I'm guessing 140 ish. Yeah. Because I can, I mean, I, it takes all of me to pick him up off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Does he like to be picked up? Not really. No. no he does a little wiggle. Yeah. You know. But, like, he's the one that's just well, kind of an asshole. Your other ones know you, though. The they other know ones come you. to me. Like, I, yeah. can, I can, like, hold my hand out. It sniffs it. It's like, no, you're cool. I'm not going to bite you. Wilbur, dude, I hold my hand out and... MFR just wants to freaking bite me. You can say motherfucker if you'd like yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to keep it cool, you know. That's whatever you want to do is cool. Yeah. Nice. That's super cool. Uh, where do you live? I'm in uh, San Diego, Fallbrook. Okay, that's a good spot for tourists. If anybody wants to come and steal Wilbur, you can have him. You can have him. You should put a name <laughs> free, look a free tortoise. <laughs> Hopefully, somebody with an apartment. This <laughs> <laughs> is in the bathroom. They put water in it. Yeah, uh, you're taking a shower around the turtle while it's biting your legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, the tortoise. Had a whole thing in in uh, Pueblo. We were trying to catch a badger. I'd never seen a badger in the wild. We were driving down this particular uh, gravel or gravel road, dirt road, whatever, and they would just take off and run into a hole. So I started YouTube and how to catch a badger. Smoke them out. You can smoke them out, but then when they come out, like, how do you do all that? And there was a dude in wherever the fuck he was. He'd use a blanket. He had like whole technique. He's like, you throw a blanket like this and you capture it and you wrap it up. And I was on the warpath to catch this badger only because I had a visual of putting it in the bathtub in the Hampton that we stayed in for like months on end and just setting up a camera and seeing the cleaning lady come in and be like, swing the door open, just going to straighten things up, put some new towels in there. <laughs> hissing fucking badger in the Savages, bathtub. aren't they? Yeah, super gnarly. Yeah, it was. It seemed cool to me. Badgers are no joke. Honey badgers. Nobody fucks with the honey badger. No, no. That, he doesn't give a fuck. Tell me about skateboarding, Bucky. How'd you get into it? Uh, I got into it. My bike got stolen. I was big in the bikes, dirt jumps. What year was that? Like Eighty-eight. What's up with these podcasts and stuff? Ask me what year. What? I mean, about what how many age? times I've hit yeah. my head? <laughs> you know. How old were you? Tells us when the what 11. pro models were out. I was eleven. <laughs> so yeah, like eighty eight. It was like Stu Stu Thompson, uh, Huffy, back then with, uh, and then I got like a CW, and then it got stolen. That sucks. And then that was like eighty. If I were to guess, I'd say like eighty five, ish. Nice. How to get stolen? You didn't lock it up. Yeah, I uh, I was playing badminton with my uh, cousin. Yeah, and saw this little sneaky devil around the corner, kind of poking his head around. And uh, I went I went to ride my bike home to my grandma's house, and my bike was gone. Turns out, little sneaky devil got it. Oh, oh that's the worst feeling too, especially when you're 11 and your bike yeah. is gone. Yeah, like, dude, that's all you have. Yeah, yeah, same. I would ride my bike to school. And there was this particular bush, and I would just shove it under the bush. Mm. And you couldn't see that thing, dude. Somebody must have seen me do it. And I came out just, like, hanging out, going to grab my little BMX bike. You know, I had pegs and shit. I thought I was cool. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, and it was terrible. But grabbed go to get the bike. I'm like, your brain doesn't compute. It's actually <laughs> the like, Where is it? Where the 
fuck? Son I of put a it here. Broke my heart. Yeah, yeah so I got into skating. And yeah, from there, I just, you know, it was kind of like the whole uh, Dogtown and Z Boys thing. Yeah. You know, we had our own crew. We'd go around, skate everywhere, meet up after school. And then it just progressed from there. And I just never stopped them. And that sneaky devil did you a favor. Yeah. Kind of did. Created a career in life. And all yeah. Because I mean, you were in Baltimore, right? Yeah, I was in Baltimore. And it's no, I mean, look at, look at BMX longevity, dude. Those guys get wrecked. Yeah. You know? I mean, some of them completely had their lives changed. Like, yeah. <laughs> look at Lavin. Like, after yeah. his bad concussion, like, he didn't wake up for weeks. Yeah. Well, now, now educate me a little bit. So I can, I like to med nerd out when given the opportunity. BMX injury. What would you say is a head injury is probably most common? Yeah. yeah what, what's injury. next? Because that's a, that's a lot of equipment versus a skateboard. Yeah, well, probably broken arms and stuff. Ripped as your Yeah, sacks, seat yeah. nut sacks. But realistically, it is the head injury because if you can imagine when you fall on a bike, it's like someone takes you by your ankles and just whips your head to the ground. Oh, yeah. The whole scorpion, yeah. the whole thing. Skating, same. Head is most prolific. Ankles, I would say most prolific. Wrist, I mean, everything in skating, really, but it's like not as, not as, uh, as, as like, Gnarly. Yeah. It's not like, I would say BMX, your head, 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 you know, yeah. elbow, wrist, collarbone. Collarbone's a big one as well. Huh. Um, but skating, it's like wrist, knees, because you, you know, you run out of stuff. So, you, you know, you, your knee will fold backwards, yeah. your ACL. What's your worst injury? My left ACL. Yep. And then I, I fractured my sternum. That's from like falling with your hand. Oh. Under your chest. Oh man! Yeah, that, so like that hurts twice. It collapses your <laughs> chest, <laughs> so you, you have a hard time, like even like farting. Oh god, I fractured ribs. And yeah, it's ribs like, suck. Anything is horrible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I like farting. It's like <laughs> who doesn't? That's too. That's because <laughs> you hurt your your wrist and your chest at the same time. Have you ever cracked your sternum? Mildly. Oh, not like, sternum. I've broken ribs, and it's miserable. And then wiping switch. You can't breathe. Too. Like oh, yeah. When you hurt your wrist and you got to wipe with your other hand. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a, a mess. Sucks. Yeah, it's, it's a, a mess. It's literally a mess. <laughs> you got to get a bidet. You got to invest in, uh, you know, gloves. You got to get a bidet. <laughs> nice wool gloves. I just use <laughs> <laughs> the green ones from the mill that are just so fucking rough. Well, I mean, like, Caleb and I were coming up with a product for Fake Fridays that we called the Spoop, and it just looked like a spork and it hangs next to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, like, and it vibrates <laughs> to clean it off. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> where this thing is hanging, it's just disgusting. <laughs> because it's like, hey, you don't have any it's toilet paper. It's jar. like, yeah, but we got the spoop. <laughs> it's a pickle jar. It's on a shelf with the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. you pull it out and hit the vibrator. <laughs> It cleans it off for you. <laughs> and yeah, hey, it's it's got it's like a spork, so it's got the teeth. So just get in there. Like, yeah, oh, we well, don't need toilet paper. We got the spoop. Yeah, you got to scrape. Well, that goes back. To, what was that movie? That Stallone movie with the seashells, right? You had to scrape the shit. Oh, I don't remember this one. Oh, that that was the thing. Uh, fuck it, I can't remember what it was. All right, so you rip an asshole, you fracture a sternum. I had just threw in the ripped asshole part. No, I did go through that this past year. Like, I had no like, way. a bad issue. Like, I had health, like, a concern where I was, like, I went into, like, like seriously, like, issues. Like, yep. I thought I was dying. Damn, dude. 
Ladies and gentlemen, International Coffee Day is almost here, October 1st. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com for some amazing promotions and discounts on your coffee. Yeah, I, had, uh, I guess it came down to just like, what's it called? Uh, it's a hemorrhoid. It's a, uh, it's the... Uh, prolapse rectum. Prolapse rectum where, yeah. where, your, butthole, oh, no. where your butthole comes out of your... No, yeah, yeah. no. I had it Why is my stomach hurt? the pink sock recently. <laughs> yeah. Have you the heard pink sock? Yeah. No. Apparently. You guys are hurting me. <laughs> I don't... No, but I had it done... Like, there was a couple times where I'd, I'd be... You know, because I'm a pusher. I'm a heavy pusher. Yeah. You know? And, uh... There's a couple of times when it came out, and you know you got to put your hand and put it put it back yeah, up. Yeah. And uh, it got to the point where one time I was home and it came out and I couldn't get it back up. Yeah, you go in the bathtub. I hear guys go in the bathtub when they got like a real bad hemorrhoid. Yeah, let the hot water kind of relax them a little bit. And then See, they- I always thought hemorrhoids was like the tip of your pinky. Yeah, you know, like a little. Yeah. No, this was like a softball. Oh shit! Yeah, it was like a lung that came oh, out of my butthole. Uh, <laughs> doctor at this point. I don't like going to doctors. I don't either. I feel like when there's something because it out started off like a a golf ball. That's pretty big. Like it dude. would pop out, and then like I'd be like, you know, it, you know, I'd do a little like clinch, and it would go back up. Yeah. And then like you know, a year later, it's like, oh, that golf ball is now like, a, you know, a baseball, and it's yeah. like, oh, okay, I gotta help it back up. I had to like, and when you touch it, you, it's like you don't really <sighs> expect to like. Feel what you're feeling. Wait a second. Okay, so the first time it happened, yeah, just like single event, or did it? Something- I mean, it happened because you know when you push, like I, when you go into the bathroom, it's like it takes you wipe. Like I, I noticed when I would wipe my ass, yeah, I would wipe my ass and something. I would feel something, and then it would go back into my. Yeah. My body. Yeah. So I was like, oh boy, was that, was that I've, Steve? I've got a gooey duck oh, living in there. Do I got to name this guy? <laughs> yeah. Is that Johnny? Yeah. I so, say Carl a lot. I don't so know why. Carl. <laughs> so that happened and it just, it escalated to the point where like, literally I could count on one hand how many times it happened in my life. Do you eat nothing but like red meat and... No. Interesting. How do you feel about Metamucil? Maybe like a supplement to help smooth the digestion process. I'm gluten free. I take care of my body. You know what I mean. Like I eat good. Yeah. Uh, but it was he eats like, very well. It's literally and he's an athlete. Yeah. Interesting. It's it just you know it's I'm I'm talking about it because I talked to a couple of my friends and they had the same issue and I'm like really you know this blew my mind like yeah. when I'm struggling to get my butthole back in my body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually a medical procedure. That's I mean the slang for it is actually called the drawstring. Mm-hmm. So you call up your buddy, Kevin, I come over with like some dental floss and a surgeon, you know, like yeah. suture needle because it's curved yeah. and we just curve it around the outside of your balloon knot. And then we put like the drawstring tightener, like on a, on a yeah. like Aussie hat, you yeah. know, with the thing. And then when you're done, you just tuck it in and put the little drawstring, you tighten it up. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean... Well, that's what the, um, I finally went and saw a doctor after tripping out. Like I even like my wife was like, you, you got, you, you, you had this happening for how long? And you didn't tell me about it. I was like, it's not like I'm really, Hey honey, my butthole comes out of my butt, like, yeah. my body. It's embarrassing. Like, it's not a dinner conversation. Yeah. It's not something you talk about. Hey, so you're looking real to nice tonight. So get this, I, I schedule an appointment at the doctor and nowadays you schedule an appointment and you got to wait two months. When Before, when did you schedule the appointment for the, the softball? Beginning of this year. Oh shit, this is recent. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. I was tripping. So 
I finally scheduled the appointment. I even came out here on a trip in between, and I was just not myself. I oh, was God, like, oh, fuck you up. I've had a hemorrhoid. You're scared. And it's, yeah. it, and you, like you said, that's tiny. Yeah, that's not. And bad. it's fucking uncomfortable. It's terrible. You got to get that witch hazel wipe, like the tux to wipe your asshole because it's, ter- it's that's yeah. awful, man. I mean, this was next level, though. So finally, I got an appointment. I go in. The doc's like, oh, you have, uh, I keep forgetting. Prolapse rectum. Prolapse rectum. Hemorrhoid. You know, prolapse uh, hemorrhoid or whatever. And it's like, he's like, oh, well, we'll just do this procedure. We tie it, we tie it off. You got like three of them. I'm like, it feels like one fucking big one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It feels seriously like it's, it's big. It was like, it was like holding a balloon that had like texture. Huh. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. yeah. Like, a, like a grapefruit maybe? That, like a brain. Was it a brain? Like a brain. There you go. You know? That's a good visual. Yeah. Literally like a brain. So <laughs> JT doesn't like, good. we just tie them off and they go away. And I'm like, so that's it? Like, it's just like, he's like, oh, he's like yours, are, yours are significant. You know, they're big. Like they're we're gonna, normally big. Yeah, we're gonna, normally something, someone like 80 or 90 would have this problem. Oh, oh, fuck. I have that to look forward to. All right. Standing policy. Put me down at 75. Well, the thing is, is just don't push. Just relax and let it come out. Yeah. You know, now, that's a good idea. Now, it actually. just takes me longer in the bathroom. There's no quickies. Yep. You know, yeah. I just let it. Let it flow, and if it don't flow, yep. I come back. That's know? fair. Yeah. That's good. That's a good thing to live by. Well, but it, we all know it's super frustrating when you know you're you're doing your business and then you feel like you're done, but you're not done. Yeah. And when you wipe, it's like you're wiping a sharpie. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh fuck, I gotta go. I got yeah. a thing. I gotta jump in the car. Whatever. Yeah, that's the other thing. The blood. There was a lot of blood. A lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they tie it off and then they put it back in. Well, here's the thing. Or you let them hang off. out. They tie it off. <laughs> He had to let it dry out. Maybe a bag tag, like where you go. Yeah. Check your bags. <laughs> See, here we go. I'm gonna get, should should we decorate it while it's I'm out? Do you want picture. a tattoo? <laughs> I'm trying to picture because you know that's how they castrate cattle, right? Yes. They use that rubber band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to picture if the doc's like, no, man, it's a big deal. We'll tie him off, but yeah. you have to let him hang out. No, no. And you just have all this extra tissue. No, but it was freaky though, because he's like, yeah, we'll just tie it off one at a time, and then they were like scheduling me an appointment to come in again and. I was like, hold on. So I got a schedule appointment for you to tie it off. And then like a week later, I'm coming in for my colonoscopy. Right. So I did yeah. it all. I was like, I'm going to hit all, all the, the check all the marks. I'm like, no. When you're in there doing my colonoscopy, why don't you just tie off a couple for me? You know or what I mean? Cut them out. Yeah. yeah. So that's what happened. When I, when he checked, he was like, eh, they removed a couple like little, little spots. I came back good. He's like, yeah, I tied those off for you. They should uh, be falling off. You'll notice them in your stool. I was like, huh? How's that work? So now I'm paranoid. Like, oh, every God. time I poop, I'm like expecting to see like a break. No, no, no. Why does this hurt so bad? But I never saw anything. Yeah. I thought we were going to talk about kickflips. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. And I'm surprised that this is where it's. Tra- I'm not surprised at all. Well, I imagine because you, you kill the vascularity. That, that thing just shrivels up and you're shitting yes, a raisin. That's exactly what happens. Easy peasy. Oh, interesting. So there's light at the end of the tunnel for all the So don't, right. when your butthole falls out of your body, yeah. there's life after that. JT wants to move on so badly. Dolly 180 Madonnas? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> all right, awesome. So you know, your listeners might be like, oh my God. I have the same thing. That happened to me. I'm sure most of them do. I'm racking my brain now, right now, but I can't figure out. I feel like it's 
had something to do with like somebody in the Black Rifle crew a long time ago, but I remember somebody saying that they were like laying in a bathtub, like trying to tuck this thing back in, but I can't place the I don't person, or, person or place. Anyways, all right, moving on. So you're 11, get your bike stolen, you start skating. When, how did, what was the progression? You know, like, how did that? Started skating, learning tricks with my friends, kind of, kind of like taking it like with me. I had, I had issues growing up. I grew up single mom, you know, no dad figure. So I was always like pawned off to my cousin, you know, my aunts. I lived with my aunt a little while. So I'm living with my cousins. I'm the redheaded stepchild. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can say that these days, but. Absolutely. um, (laughs) So I'm like, I'm not, I'm the, I'm the kid that's like just not fitting in, even Mm -hmm. though I'm family. I'm just, cause my mom was kind of like off doing her own thing. She wasn't the perfect mom figure, but she was 16 when she had me. So with that being said, I was kind of looking for attention. So skateboarding kind of gave that to me. It it was a way that I could progress and kind of, I just went after it. Like I wanted to learn faster than everyone else. And I wanted to be good at it. So, I mean, what was your first board? Was it a banana board or was it a pool board? It was uh, um, Steve Caballero. So it was a pool, like large board. Yeah, it was, I had the weight. Flat tail. I had to wait until Christmas. So I, my buddy Chico got a board first and I would just kind of run behind him. And then when we get somewhere, I'd borrow it and start skating oh, with him. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But then like when he, when he hot leave, a board. when we, when we leave the spot, you know, Except start run. running after him. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then like from there, I got a board for Christmas Sweet. and, uh, Yeah. When did you start competing? Uh, locally. Started competing locally at, like, local skate shop events. Uh, traveling. I picked up some local skate shop sponsors. Mm-hmm. So I would get, like, boards, wheels, stuff like that, shoes. Oh, yeah. And then from there, I went to a Pal Peralta demo. Met Tony Hawk and... Who else was there? Tommy Guerrero and Jim Thebow and Steve Syed. Where was that demo at? It was in Baltimore at a mall. They were doing it. So demo. they just brought in some ramps and rails? And- they brought in some ramps, some boxes. They were doing some jumps we were watching. And then they came to the local ramp where I was and I got, I got picked up. That's cool. So that was like full sponsor. That was your... Yep. Traveled to California. You just shredded in front of them, and they were like, dude, you're gnarly. You should come with us. Yeah, kind of. Not really, but... What's the story? There's a story. Well, I, like I said, I, you know, I was kind of driven to be the, the kid getting the attention because I didn't get it anywhere else. So I was there at the ramp. I heard they might be there, so I showed up, and they weren't there the first night. They actually came back the second night, and... uh I just showed the goods, you know what I mean? Like, I skated my ass off. Yeah. That's awesome. How old are you at that point? Ish. Uh, I had to be like 12. Oh, shit. You were young, young. By then, I was skating for about a year and a half, so I was probably closer to 14. Still young. What tricks were you busting? Uh, Just a lot of airs, inverts, frontside inverts. Oh, so you were like doing hand plants and stuff? Yeah, I could do like hand plants and airs. I was trying like burials. you know, I did like Madonnas and stuff like that. Oh man! So yeah, they were like, "Oh whoa, yeah, this, we have it's a repertoire. We have something 14. here." And even though I was fourteen, I probably looked like I was ten because I was little. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's crazy. So what is that like as a fourteen-year-old? 
Now you're traveling, you're competing. Well, who who said it first? Was it Tony? Was it was it somebody that was just like, hey, we want you to come down there and try it? Was it was Tony. He got in touch with Stacy Peralta. I talked to Stacy. Yeah. Stacy called me on the skate park on the on my oh. buddy on his phone, called the shop, and he was like, you know, he he felt like I had it, you know. That's between awesome. what the what the guys told him. And yeah, I just got sponsored by Pal, and from there I just traveled and entered all these contests, and kind of never stopped. Just crushing it. Still doing it. Yeah, man. What was that like as a kiddo? I mean, you, now you have you know the attention, and you have a tribe, mm. right? The guys that you're with. I'm assuming even the, the other competitors and whatnot. I'm assuming that's a fairly supportive ring to run into a certain it's extent like or no? comrades you know it was like yeah. our homies uh but i'm also skating with guys that i looked up to in videos you know oh, yeah it'd be like an actor yeah. getting signed up by spielberg you know yeah yeah or like something equivalent oh, that'd be yeah. lovely how's that work when you're a kid you still gotta do school and shit oh yeah 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 did you just like remote Dude, it was school? crazy like there's no way in my senior year they should have passed me <laughs> i wasn't even there <sighs> But my teachers, they were so cool because they were like, we know, we know what you're doing. We see in magazines and stuff like that. And That's like, wild. As long as when you're here, as long as when you're here, you're trying and you're, and you're doing the work. Yeah. They were cool with it, which is really weird. Yeah. Now, do you feel like your career from then till now, like what's the life expectancy of the average skateboard dude? Definitely not what I've been doing. How do you do it? I mean, you said you're a healthy dude, you know, you eating right and everything else is it is it's that drive it comes back to that drive like everything i do down to like editing videos or working on cars or taking care of my house like i i don't have a gardener i weed two acres you know i've you know i'm editing my videos on youtube it's not like i'm hired I, i don't have anyone working for me i'm charging my gopros i'm doing all kinds of like i'm when i'm when i was racing i'm going to test I'm also keeping active and skating. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I do it. Well, for those of you that don't know, what are those other activities? What is the racing? I do a lot of rally racing. Yeah. I raced for Subaru for four years, a uh, factory team, Rallycross. When uh, Rallycross first became a thing in the U.S. too, yeah. like you were the first ones. Yeah, we were. We were X Games picked it up. and I mean, that's that was no easy task, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was like something... Driving is something that I kind of did as a hobby, but then again, that mentality of like progression. We were talking about that earlier. The drive, you know? Absolutely. Well, it's, I think it's being in an environment, I mean, I'm assuming just like learning tricks and things like that, where you're trying to figure out the nuance that makes you that much faster and more efficient, like trimming the fat constantly in that sport. Yep. Yeah. Totally. And I think a certain type of person, it fits well and is driven, you know, more than the rest. And gravitates towards those challenging things. Yeah. yeah. It's the hunger. You know what I mean? You always want to fulfill it. You're always hungry. Yeah. What is your, in your mind, like what's the, what's the thing that you are most proud of in any of those careers? Or sports or however you want to. I guess with skateboarding, it. it would be like still progressing. And, you know, I guess I guess some people look at look at me as like one of the more consistent com, com, competitors. You know what I mean? Uh, but in life, I think I look at in general just 
not having excuses. You yeah. know what I mean? Just kind of, you know, bad things happen. Yeah. And sure uh, just kind of moving on. I know. You got an example? What was the, what was the biggest like thing to overcome? Like your <laughs> <laughs> that was recent, man. You've been doing the thing for a while. <laughs> no, I think skating. Skating's tough right now. I mean, there's I'm I'm competing against 14 year olds that are doing 1080s. That's gnarly, dude. Yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah, but also too, like like you you existed through one of the craziest times for skateboarding. Like yeah. when the X Games shot to the top of the most important thing ever, like yeah. the year two thousand to two thousand like eight, when MTV Spring Break was the biggest oh, yeah, thing, yeah, and yeah. Do Tour was like, yeah, you 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 were cool if you got to go to Do Tour. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck was that shit? Like, I mean, dude, like, I competed against Tony Hawk, Lance Mountain, Christian Asoy. Yeah, like I competed against those guys, and here I am now, like. Five generations later, still competing. I got no fucking, honestly, that's fucked up. I feel a little reserved because I'm wrapping my head around it still. But then I think about, what's the guy's name? Like Jeb Corvallis, like experience and luck, like the two jar concept, but in a different narrative of, you know, yeah, the the 14-year-olds obviously are talented to be there and they have their youth, but your experience and that, yeah, it's it, time. it's like, a subject matter expert of putting together a competition run. It's yeah. like, yeah, these young kids may be doing a fucking gnarlier trick, but you know what? They don't have 20 years of competition yeah, yeah. experience. You know what a judge looks for. You know how they grade. You yeah. know, you just have been on that stage so many times. Yeah, it used to be like you have to do like a 45 second run, which is like 16, 17 tricks. Yeah. Now it's like... 13 tricks. So that narrows it down. But those 13 tricks now have to be bang, 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 bang. 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 Yeah. Perfect. Where before you could have a couple setups, you know what I mean? Banger, end on a banger. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, now it's it's definitely tougher because of how busy I am. For sure. And those guys are skating every day. Like they're going to the ramp right, like today they're at the ramp skating. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you have to do to maintain you personally? Not care. I shouldn't say maintain. Maintain, sell, you know, be competitive. Not being over, like, don't overthink it. Think it. I honestly, when I go home, I got to skate. You know, I'll have to go and take it easy the first day because it'll feel like I'm fucking standing still going 50 miles an hour because that's what it feels like when you're skating. And that, you know, that that's the thought. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to take it easy. Otherwise, you'll get taken out and wind up falling on something stupid. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about those couple different conversations throughout the last couple of days. You know, people say it's like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. And I always equate things to what I know, which is like shooting guns. Like I can always do it competently, accurately and everything else, but I lose the speed when I've been off the gun. Like that's the perishable, perishable part. Yeah. You know, or I'm not quite as sharp or clean or whatever that is. You tend to make mistakes. Well, it's also crazy to even think of like, think about you and I having to drop in on a vert ramp right now. And think about, like, that's not even, he doesn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is just a, all right, we're starting this. Like, yeah. you would, would be like, just lean forward, man. You'll be fine. I'm that dude. Scorpion, straight to the bottom. Yeah, but it's, it's also a, a mental thing where, like, yeah, I haven't skated in a week. Like, do I go there and, like, do I let that bother me? To a certain sense, a certain 
sense, yeah. yeah. A little bit in the beginning, like I said, warm up, get a feel, take it as it comes for a little while, don't push it. Yeah. But by the end of the session, it's like, I'm usually getting like a few tricks from my Instagram, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool too. I mean, you've been through the whole uh, evolution of social media too. Mm-hmm. How much has that helped? How much did you fight it? You know, how much did you embrace it or understand it right out of the gate? It's been a trip lately because yeah. it's, you look out there and there's people like TikTokers and, and YouTube people that are just like cashing in. It's almost like when rollerblading came in and they were just killing it. Like all of a sudden, like a rollerblader ends up with like a Bentley and a million dollar sponsorship. And yeah, you're like, like what, what the, the fuck, fuck, man? I've been working on this forever. Yeah. Where's mine? You know what, I mean? <laughs> what do you think that was? You think it was just some like new hotness? It's all of a sudden on social media and... It, I mean, yeah, but I mean... It, it well, yeah, it's the wave. Yeah. It's the new wave. Like, yeah. but, but also, too, like, if you truly studied skateboarding culture and you start to think about it now, like, skateboarding culture did have the early development of what social media is now. Like, yeah. skateboarding had video magazines. Yep. 411 Video Magazine, it came out... On the same time, every, the, the same day, every month, every month you've got a new episode. It was 30 minutes long and it was, it was, they had a day in a life with an amateur skater on every episode. So you got to, that's a vlog now. Yeah. Like, like these were all things that kind of derived from skateboarding because now it, that's what social media is. It's, it's a video magazine. It's a, it's photos and videos of, of what's going on and the things that you like. Yeah, that's fucking right. But skateboarding kind of led that charge. Yeah, you definitely have to work harder nowadays, though, with yep. keeping up. On the social media platforms yeah, and yeah. It, you know, all that it, shit. It really, it's, it's, a, it's a freaking machine, you know, and it just wants to be fed yep. every day. Otherwise, it's like, the, you know what, the algorithms, dude, dude. fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> the, how do they, how do they hit The them? algorithms. Yeah, it's like it's it's weird because like I'll follow you guys and I won't see a, I won't see shit from you guys and all I see is recommended stuff. Like I don't want that shit. I want to see the stuff from my friends that I follow. You know, and some of it's you know obviously within the company and friends and other people. They're like, "Fuck, man, I posted this shit and it was a banger this time." And then the next time around, it gets throttled back or whatever, yeah. and they throw some other shit in your face. Yeah, I have to go through and find. Like yeah, super popular people and go like, why the fuck isn't there shit popping up? Yeah. Like you said, I want to see my people. I, I don't know. Tribe. Yeah. Instead, they've been like, right yeah, they've been pushing like new suggested pages instead of even letting you see the people that you follow. But what about this? Like, like the, the difference between now and then is like you do a banger of a trick that you've been working on for a while and all of a sudden it's done like you no longer have to wait for it to be in a video and then hear about it after it trickles out like you can now throw it up and be like check out this one and you get to watch commentary on it immediately yeah i mean that's pretty cool in a sense but also in another sense it's like things are just kind of thrown away watered down now yeah no one knows how truly hard they are yeah because they feel like they've seen it all not only that it's a thing it's yeah. it's here one day and you know, you're not going to see it two days later unless you go back in the feed and, and yeah. check it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's always the what's next. You know what I mean? It actually affects my kids a lot. I call it the YouTube syndrome. <laughs> mm-hmm. My son will, like, see some, you know, kid. This was years ago when he first started playing guitar. And the kid's shredding. Mm. And he's, like, picks up the guitar, practices for an hour, and he's like, well, I'm not shredding. I'm like, dude, 
you don't know all the work that yeah. went behind that trick or that song or that fucking one minute or three minute clip or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. That's immense, man. What does that look like? So what's the, what's the trick that people are chasing right now? I feel like there's always like the evolution of. I think everyone has their own. Like yeah. with my skating, I, I mix a little bit of the old with the new. And I think that's what I'm kind of known for right now. I'm, I'm doing a lot of switch stuff. So I'm doing a lot of stuff that's been done normal, which is like normal means your stance, which way you stand. Yeah, goofy. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like goofy or regular. So I'm a regular footed skater. So I'm learning a lot of stuff switch. So I'm doing everything goofy footed, but I'm trying to do it in a natural sense to where you can't tell. Yep. You know, a lot of people in the past have done switch this, switch that, and it's like sketchy as fuck. You're like, oh, that was switch. Like, but it's like damn. throwing a ball with your left hand. It was like ugly. You know what I mean? The SSBSTS switch dance backside tail slide. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Impressive. Well, that's, that's, that's a judge thing, right? They're, they're, they're giving big points because they realize the true switch and you're yeah. doing it. Naturally. Like, I just did X Games like four or so weeks ago on my yeah. last. Four tricks for switch. Ooh, they score those pretty high? I don't know. They should have scored them better, I feel. Well, wait, Because I ended on a no comply, which, like a, which is a no-handed foot plant. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't grab my board. That's never been done in competition. Oh, shit. I've never done it in competition. It's a, it's a freaking video clip trick. You know, it's a, it's a trick that you try forever. Yeah. Like, like you're talking landed about. It. And I made it at the end of my run. Fuck, man. Yeah. That's fucking rad. Yeah. But I got fifth. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Why? That's Maybe I, did, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the judges didn't know what Switch was. This day and age. You have to know what Switch Are you kidding? It's probably like, uh, the X Games is probably like, we hey, congratulations, we have Brittany Furlong judging <laughs> X Games Vert. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, they got a TikToker like there to like. You yeah, know what? This, I, is, honestly, this is Carl. He just popped out. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there, just a little brain of a hemorrhoid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holding up like a fucking nine. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> sure it's a whole thing. Wait a second. Our <laughs> celebrity panel of judges for X Games Vert, we've got Joe Biden. He's just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like weakening it for Brittany Furlong and, <laughs> and Carrot Top. <laughs> Carrot Top's just totally doing some trend, like not even oh, paying yeah, attention to the trend. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I made a lot of assumptions, but I assume the judges are competitors or have been. Or yeah, yeah, usually they use like past either people in the industry or something. All right, so there's not, uh, you know, Britney Spears isn't fucking coming out like a goddamn America's Got Talent. No. Judging a talent that they don't have or have never done. No. Okay, no. fair enough. Fair enough. But Our idea was more fun. But Sometimes you're yeah. just looking at the, you're looking at the panel though going like, do you really know what's hard? Yeah, what's, what's cool what? And, what's and you're like, new? Yeah. Like, I think sometimes they, they even look at me and like, oh, well, you could have done this instead of that there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you get judged against yourself. <laughs> Sometimes, because I, I was saying, like we just watched uh, some videos earlier of of what I did in 2013. I won every X Games, yeah. And any one of those four runs could win a contest today. Hmm. So I mean, they're probably the same judges, you know, from back then. Yeah, that's how it is. A little, <laughs> little jaded, maybe. Mm -hmm. mm. I don't know. X Games is notorious for changing things on the fly. Like what? Uh, well, last year Things. they, the, the, they changed freestyle motos ramp oh, yeah. while it happened, while it was going on. 
we like, talked about this, and that was a yeah, full suspension. It was our our rider had never hit that ramp, and they, the, all the monster riders were like, oh, we want to put a wedge under it that, that pushes it up like 20 centimeters. And our rider was like, well, I've never even practiced on this now. That's super. And then he breaks his collarbone, first jump, because he hasn't done it yet. A fucking bunch of assholes. Well, there's no standard. Yeah. Keep a freaking standard. Agreed. Yeah. Well, in this day, <laughs> standards are changing. I know. It's like, oh, it's fluid. It's, it's whatever anybody TV, wants. Though. Yeah, that's it's it. That's all it's about. TV. It's like, They don't well, care about the fans. They don't care about the athletes. It's just like, let's just get it done. That's fucked up. That's super fucked up. Yeah, because it's iconic. There's a lot of people that hold dear. Yeah. I've watched the X Games while in Iraq twice. I've definitely seen the X Games. It's where I saw Travis do his double backflip. I was in Baghdad. That's right. Did you ever skate, JT? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. How far did your skating time go? I mean, my dad was a skater. Yeah. And then uh, and then I skated all the way up until going into the military. But after that, like, you can't risk it. Yeah. You break an ankle, like, you're in trouble. Yeah, it's a problem. Especially the first. Yeah. And I did that. Broke my ankle. <laughs> 2004. Well, yeah. While TDY. Oh. Yeah. I got got a talking to. Told to put the skateboard away. Yeah. That was the thing. I remember, like, op tempo was high. <laughs> I remember being in Afghanistan on this, like, really long, I say six months, only because our unit typically did about three. And I'm riding in the back of a Humvee on some, like, super long insertion overland where you'd slip into the dark side, I called it. So you're driving through the night, and you were just sugar cookied. Like, you're just fucked. You can't see. You try to lean off the back of the truck to take a piss, and you can't, like, relax enough. To, it's fucking miserable, man. You hit some objective, and then you drive your happy ass back. You know, this was out of, like, a Sadabat or something like that. And I'm sitting there in the back, and I look at my buddy, uh, Ben Cox. Middle initial, D. So, Ben D. Cox. That's funny. That's yeah. good. And I'm like, I'm going to buy the biggest dirt bike I can find when I get back. He was like, why? I go... Because if I break my clavicle, like, I can take a break finally. <laughs> and I'll do some fun shit in the yeah. meantime. <laughs> that never came to fruition. <laughs> I thought <clears throat> I was going to be a skateboarder. My brother was a big Tony Hawk fan. Mm -hmm. And it, he would go into town and skate. I was nine years younger. So what I ended up with was a uh, Toys R Us Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle skateboard. It was large and heavy. I had a shit driveway that you couldn't do fuck all on. Yeah, yeah. rubber wheels. Meanwhile, yeah. your meanwhile your bearings didn't even roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So my skateboard career uh, started and ended in Chardon, Ohio. Oh no, mine was very robust. It was it was three hundred and sixty five days a year for quite a few years. You know, built we built our own half pipe. My dad did and helped us out, and we had skate parks in every town, you know, because Washington boomed with skate parks oh, in yeah, like yeah. like 1996. Like all of a sudden it was like, put skate parks everywhere. So we had them all. It's fucking rad too, even today. Like yeah. my, my kiddo, you know, he scoots and skates and, you know, fucks around with the bike and everything else. They're everywhere. It was, it's fun thinking about that. Like, like how long you work on a trick. Like, and certain people just, they stick his, I was like a crooked, I was a crooked grind guy. I was the only one that would do them though. Yeah. Like everybody else was trying to work on Smiths or something like that. And I'm like, no, dude, a fucking really nice pop with a perfect crooked yep. and you shove it out or just coming off clean out is yeah. like so clean. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Did you ever have a gnarly injury? Yeah, I broke my ankle, my first handrail, broke my ankle on. That's an escape video that I have yeah. um, called El Guapo. Oh. I've got two skate videos. One's called uh, Magoo 2003. 
and then El Guapo. Both exist on the internet somewhere. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I broke my ankle on my first handrail that I attempted. Back foot slipped off and came down on my toe and overstretched it. Oh, fuck. Uh, we were in Edmonds, Washington, uh, pretty far from the ferry. So I had to just sit on my board and have my buddies push me back yeah, to the yeah. ferry until we got on the ferry and my mom picked me up to take me to the hospital. <laughs> Sucks, dude. <laughs> That's awful feeling. Sucks. I've been, when I blew out my knee, I was uh, I blew out my ACL, and we just had got to the skate park, and it was a two and a half hour drive there. Oh no! So I blew out my knee immediately and warming warming up, and and I had my my now wife, I had my girlfriend there, yeah. and I was with a carload of people. So we just got there, literally. I had to hang out with a blown ACL and I didn't know what the hell happened. I just knew my knee yeah. kind of folded backwards. Bad. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, they skated the whole, they, yeah. it's not like, Hey, okay, we'll go home. Oh, no, I was shit. like, no, just skate. I'm okay. <laughs> and they skated for like another two hours. And like, I'm dry. By then my knee is just like locked up and throbbing. Yeah. So I get back in the uh, car, I had to put my foot across everyone in the back seat, yeah. like my whole leg, Propped up, finally got back, didn't have insurance, so I couldn't even go to the hospital. I had to wait for my insurance to kick in like a month later, yeah. and then finally got got it taken care of. Fuck, man. So, yeah, that sucked. <laughs> Terrible. I had a whole suggestion to like help you get through that, and it doesn't work if you wake a month, wait a month. Yeah. But actually, I would get um, like a pain sedative, like a tramadol or something like that, and I'd put it in a med kit, you know, like for backpacking and fucking off and whatnot. And I gave him to a buddy and no shit, he was hunting, rolled his quad and he was way off the beaten path. He didn't know what he did, but he was like, I don't know, Kevo gave me this shit. So he took it and it took the edge off enough that he could side saddle on his quad on the way out and he fractured his pelvis. Oh my God. Yeah. And if you're in a pinch, I don't know why I'm putting this out. I'll, I'll, there should be some sort of non-disclosure. I don't know. Like, I'm a fucking idiot. We'll just go with that. But if you take Tylenol, Mobic or Motrin and Benadryl, like a full dose of all of them at the same time on like a three-hour interval, mm. there's something about that combination between the inflammation, pain, sedation, and your sleepy diphenhydramine, you know, your Benadryl thing, that'll actually take the edge off and you can kind of get through some fairly substantial I do that. I take that at parties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with booze. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, you just <laughs> throw back a couple <laughs> shots of tequila with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I invented a drink the other day called the Spanish Vampire. Oh shit! What's in it? Yeah, it's tequila and strawberry quick. Oh, that's insane! That's great, dude. I invented one this morning that is not as cool. But I get this, I get this fucking Gatorade. It's weird. Nobody likes it. It's called lime cucumber. Yeah, I think it's goddamn. Nobody delicious. likes it. Yeah, and I'm like, why don't I put some Tito's in that and salt the rim on that bad boy with an oh, umbrella? Nice. I think it'd be nice. Actually, yeah, with ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. lime ice. cucumber, Tito's, and salt. Yeah. Maybe okay. a lime on the side. Can we have some? You have some here? I wish. I think that I think Trav's got some tequila on the floorboard of that. <laughs> I stole it last night. I'm like, I'll put it back when I'm He's back. like the bandit. <laughs> <laughs> He's just just hiding it everywhere. Stashed everywhere. <laughs> well, he comes out of the store the other day. He's like, what'd you get? He goes, I don't know, but it looks fancy. And it looked bigger than the other bottle, but it's in a, one of those tubes, you know? Pops it out. He's like. Fuck, man. It's not bigger. It's the same. Like, I'm pretty sure 750 is, like, standard. It's, like, got the hollow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. 
like, what is it, a whiskey that you hold with your thumb and pour like wine? I'm not yeah. trying to be civilized. Yeah. If it's no. got a handle on it, it might be cool. No, that's that's great. Wait, so you got some cool shit coming up. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Because you yeah, get to actually, go see all of our boys in Salt Lake City. Yeah, I'm going to when Salt Lake coming? City. Um, end of the Next, month. I think it's like the 27th. Yeah. Let me check it out here. 26th, 27th. It's a it's weekend. A, it's uh, It's Friday and Saturday. That's 26, 27. Tony, Tony Hawk. Tony Hank. Tommy Hank. Tommy Hanks. You know Tommy no, Hanks? Tommy Hammersticks. Uh, Silent W. He, uh, Walk. He's doing an event in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's called Vert Alert. Vert Alert. Sweet. So all the guys Vert will Alert. be there. You got legends. I told Jericho that he should drive Bucky to Vert Alert in the Bronco. Oh, that'd be sick, dude. I think you should. Yeah. I'll be there. You I won't be there. Okay. But. And we, we serve have coffee. The, we have the you have the mount for the Uzi or whatever on top. Yeah, yeah. we could put like yeah, it's like two forty. Put like a paint gun with coffee beans. And we could shoot people. Or yeah. or a t shirt gun. T shirt gun would be rad. Can I do that? Why yeah. we need to find a t shirt gun? Still, I know a guy. I do. I could have it on overnight. Man, that would be very fun. If Bucky shows up to Vertler with the fucking Bronco, just hurling T-shirts, yelling, and fucking throwing coffee to everybody. I'm not joking, yeah. dude. We can talk about this. Let's do it. I mean, we could drive around Utah just. Yeah. Just shooting at people with a t-shirt gun. It'd be sweet. It launches tennis balls like a motherfucker. No, I've used them. Yeah. Uh, you were there when I was shooting tennis balls. Yeah. Dudes under canopy. Yeah, we were doing it. Parachutes. It was great. I don't know if that's a legal t-shirt gun. We need a CO2 t-shirt gun. It's planks. I mean, I feel like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's totally safe. We used to do that. You ever do the cleaning rod thing? We're doing a cleaning rod down a gun. You take the blank adapter off with a blank and then you fucking launch it. <laughs> It'll stick in the trees. That thing's lethal as fuck, man. Oh, yeah. That's how Brandon Lee died, I believe. No. Brand, well, that was... I thought there was a cleaning rod stuck in the blank firing gun, and oh, he didn't know that, and fired it. Oh, no way. That, That's yeah. very popular. It was a piece. It was a, like the cleaning rod broke. They didn't know. I, I believe so. It was either him or somebody else that, that was killed from a firearm-related incident in a movie. It was yeah. definitely Brandon Lee, because I was a fan. That Crow movie was kind of rad. Yeah. You know? And... uh I, I didn't believe it. I'm like, no fucking way, dude. And then there was all that stupid conspiracy shit, like you got like murdered or something. But I thought there should never be live rounds on the set. Like there's no reason yeah. at all to have them ever. But anyways, you said you had something else coming up too. Next, alert, next uh, weekend, I have Boxer Fest. Boxer Fest. Super event in Pennsylvania. Oh, where in Pennsylvania? York, York Fairgrounds. Oh, wow. York. I don't know where York is, oh, but wow. I spent some time in- Is that near Allentown? It's not far, and I'm I'm starting. I'm leading the cruise there, cruise for foos. It's a elementary uh, school, and we're doing a we're uh, sponsoring the charity for uh, school supplies. Oh, yeah, that's super cool. Man. So I'm leading the cruise to the event the morning of from Faulkner Subaru. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, Vertler, Salt Lake City. If anybody's there, you guys got to check this out. Yeah, crew will be there. We're gonna send Bucky with the whole team. Super rad. Yeah, we can have you guys all dress up in uh, in suits, and you could be a security. That'd be awesome. It's Multi- it's a free multi-camp. event. You all, I'll get you all in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna get you in. VIP. I told Jericho to jump on this, which means you just show up and stand at the front. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I will get on those multicam tuxedos that you just mentioned for all the, for all the support crew. Multicam tuxedos. I've been trying great. to get those for a while. I think they'd be super rad. Yeah. Do it. Let's do it. Let's party. I'm in. I can't wait. All right. I'll see you there, man. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for chatting, telling us about 
Carl the Hemorrhoid guy. <laughs> Old CH. Good. His career is a judge now. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, we'll find a place for him. <laughs> Thanks, Bucky. All right, man. I appreciate Thanks. you. Thanks so much. That concludes today's training. Any questions? Woo! Drum titties, boy!